0: And now a highlight from Animal Radio on iHeartRadio. And no stranger to Animal Radio, albeit 12 years ago, we welcome back Mark Beckoff. He is a professor emeritus at the uh, University of Colorado. Welcome back. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's good to be with you. Thanks for having me on your lovely show. You have a brand new book out. It's called Unleashing Your Dog. <laughs> and, you know, you, with the press release, there come some suggested questions I've I've always bucked authority, so I I have some questions that kind of go off script here, Uh, mostly because you focus on the behavior and the psychology behind canines, dogs, and Mm -hmm. I want to know, does my dog really love me, or has he learned to do things that look like love, but really it comes down to to food?
1: Oh, I think your dog loves you, although I don't know the relationship, but... um... You know, there's a lot of theories out there that dogs use us for food and for cuddling and for getting to the dog park or whatever. And I don't believe that at all. I mean, I think it's all part of the very positive and long term relationships we build with our canine companions. So even though I don't know you or your dog, I'll wager that your dog loves you.
2: You know, my dog, especially after I give her a bath, you know, we go outside and she'll find a dead worm or something to roll in. Am I doing her a disservice by not allowing her to roll in these oh, dead gross worms? I know it's gross, and I don't like <laughs> yeah. it. I don't know why she does it, but, um, I mean, should I let her, or is that just <laughs> disgusting?
1: Well, part of the unleashing paradigm is to let her. I mean, I fully understand that dogs will roll in um, things that are terribly offensive to us and that sometimes, you know, we just have to stop them. But they like to roll. And so I say, let them roll to their heart's content. And then there's going to be times when it's not appropriate. So if I were out with my dog and they were running, I lived in the mountains outside of Boulder and they rolled in some putrid stuff, then They had a big outdoor run and they would stay there until the um, odor dissipated. But if I knew I was going to town with them, I would frankly stop them from rolling and put them in the car. And to be honest with you, I don't think they suffered from any psychological disorder because I stopped them from rolling on occasion.
0: So this is kind of the concept of the book, isn't it? That you're unleashing your dog, allowing your dog to do things that normally wouldn't be appropriate
1: for humans? Yeah, I mean well not only not not only that, but I mean unleashing really meaning letting them be dogs and giving them as much freedom as possible. And one of the messages is that even when a dog is being walked on a leash or some kind of tether, you can unleash them by letting them sniff as much as they want. And part of the unleashing um regime, if you will, is that even if they're on a leash, the walk is for them. So let them sniff and you know, they'll learn at some point that you only have 15 or 20 minutes or a half hour. But unleashing means giving them agency or giving them control and um, giving them the ability to make choices and to let them be a dog. Okay. So letting them sniff, what are some other easy
0: ways to unleash our dog?
1: Well, another, of course, is if you go to a dog park and your dog likes your dog, the dog park as well um, – just let them romp with their friends. Um, one bottom line message is to become fluent in dog or dog literate, and that means that you understand that when they're playing roughly, it's not necessarily going to change. Um, you know, escalate into a fight. And in fact, rough play escalates into serious fighting less than one percent of the time. So it means letting them interact with their friends. It means letting them roll letting them taste certain things that we all find utterly, um, off-putting. Um, but unleashing also refers to understanding, um, how their senses work. The whole book is built around the five senses. So it really means understanding a dog and understanding dogs as individuals. Do they like loud music? Do they not like loud music? Um, you know, we stress that we shouldn't be pouring perfumes and deodorants all over them because they like their own doggy smells, for example. What about
0: dressing them up in doggy shorts? <laughs> this is something we were just talking about. Uh, I, no, the, the ladies love dressing their animals up, but I I cannot I do. do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, you know, my my take is if it doesn't harm them and, you know, and it makes the human feel good and it improves the relationship with the dog, then that's okay. I mean the Thank dogs, you. Thank you the, so much. Well, well that's part that's part of unleashing the human. Um, you know, I think <laughs> that if it doesn't harm them, it doesn't restrict their movements, if it doesn't smell from some, you know, a detergent, then it's okay the bottom line is they don't care. You know, they don't care if their nails are painted. They don't care if they you put shorts on them, as long as it doesn't restrict their movement And the shorts are pink, green or paisley or tie dye. Would I do, I do it to my dogs? No. Do I think it's bad for the dogs? No, not necessarily. But it just people need to understand that their dogs don't really care.
2: Yeah, there's some dogs you can tell if your dog enjoys it or doesn't like it. I mean, the dog will try to get it yeah. off if they're uncomfortable. But if your dog, my dog, gets very excited when she sees well, me, well, she,
0: she believes she's the center of attention, which she is.
1: Oh, and she exactly. stres it.
2: She knows she's got something special.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. Is you're giving them attention, they feel the love, and it's okay, you know. This sounds so silly to say, but it's far better than, you know, yelling at them or telling them no all the time. So, you know, so so there are certain things that people do like, you know, dressing their dogs up. You know, if it works for both of them, that's fine. And, and, you know, another bottom line message of the book is that the relationship is one of mutual tolerance, uh, reciprocal respect and trust, if you will. And that we're always negotiating with our dogs. And so the main message is whatever you do has to be good for them and us. And sometimes I find myself erring that, well, I may not want to do this, but they love to do it. So what the heck? The rest of their time, they're captive. And, you know, that's another underlying theme, not in a negative sense, but... You know, we tell them when they can eat, who they can play with, what they can eat, when they can poop and pee and go outside and get exercise. So freeing them up, unleashing them really is the way to give them the most freedom possible in a human oriented world.
0: Hey, Mark, we got to take a quick break. So hang tight for one second. We'll be right back with Mark Beckoff. We are with Mark Beckoff. He's Professor Emeritus of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology at the University of Colorado. Wow, that's a mouthful there. And his latest book is called Unleashing Your Dog, a field guide to giving your canine companion the best life possible. But when you talk about unleashing, it's more metaphorical.
2: Yeah, it's called a loose
1: leash.
0: A loose leash. A loose leash, yes. Because a lot of people, they'll take their dog out, they see him poop, and they just pull him back in. They don't realize that, I guess, the sniffing around is like a Facebook for us.
1: You know, yeah, well, yeah, we call it pee-mail or poop male. Um,
2: okay.
1: Right. I mean, no, you're absolutely right. It is a metaphor. and And what it does is it really generates a lot of conversation. So when I was talking to a few people a couple of weeks ago at one of the local dog parks, that's when I came up with this phrase that you can unleash a leashed dog. And we got into a long discussion, and, of course, a lot of it focused on Um, allowing them to sniff when they're on a leash, allowing them to stop and wiggle their ears or, you know, move their head because they likely hear something that we don't hear. So that's exactly what it is about. And it once again, all boils down to giving our dogs the most freedoms that they can possibly have in the situation in which they live.
0: An incredible book, once again, Unleashing Your Dog, A Field Guide to Giving Your Canine Companion the Best Life Possible. Mark Beckoff joining us. Thank you so much for spending time with us today.
1: My pleasure, and I hope all the dogs benefit from it.
0: Absolutely. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that 10 right now benefit from this. 1-866-405-8405 if you'd like to pick up the book, Unleashing Your Dog. If you're not lucky enough to get on through, head on over to Amazon.com or your favorite bookstore if it still exists and ask for it okay it's unleashing your dog a field guide to giving your canine companion the best life possible and mark beckoff the author on that
2: after the show i'm gonna let ladybug go roll in that dead worm outside oh
0: jeez
1: lovely thank you
0: (laughs) you're listening to animal radio visit us at animalradio.com or download the animal radio app for iphone and android